You're listening to Work Human Radio. And here's your host, Mike Wood. Welcome to another edition of Work Human Radio. My name is Mike Wood. I'm your host, and I'm thrilled today to be joined by Robin Schooling, who is the VP of HR at the Hollywood Casino in Baton Rouge. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, Mike. I am good. I love coming on Work Human Radio. <laughs> well, we love having you. Um, you may have seen Robin at various uh, HR conferences. She is the life of the party and she always has the best stories about HR. So I thought I'd bring her on the show to talk about some of the, the issues that she's seeing in HR and some of the different stories. And so, Robin, uh, what tantalizing tales do you have for us today? Uh, you know, I always I always have tantalizing tales. And um, sitting and thinking about it and, and really coming off the not-too-long-ago, um, you know, Work Human event, it, it's just been at the forefront of my mind thinking about um, the crazy, messy, fascinating, complex human beings that I work with, um, which is not unlike every organization, and, um, you know, how they bring their outside lives to the workplace, and because we work in HR, because I'm, I'm sitting here and at the at, at the at the you know pinnacle of of the HR uh, machine, um, I get involved in those in those parts of their lives sometimes because it, it trickles over into um, into what they do at the office. Yeah, it's not it's not you can't come to work without a, bringing a piece of yourself from home. Like it's yep. it's always going to follow you if you're going through anything in life. It's going to follow you no matter where you are, but. I'm glad people have you to talk to and to problem solve. And you know what? You've probably seen everything that you could see. You know, yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like I have. Um, and, I, you know, I think there's this, you gather a bunch of HR people around uh, or even, you know, a bunch of managers and, and we kind of resort to the, the cliche of, you know, oh, I've seen it all and nothing surprises me anymore. And then two hours later, something happens that, you know, you just say, oh, my God, I'm shocked. I'm amazed. Um, So we feel like we've seen it all, and yet people continue to to amaze us and come up with something new. Well, because people are complex, and you're going to get, at any organization, you're going to have varying personalities, styles, wants, and needs. Yep. Everybody has messy personal yep. lives. There's a reason why there's a whole network called Bravo that goes into messy personal lives. <laughs> and, uh, That's right. It's just, it's around us every day. So, um, and people screw up, and that's okay. So mm-hmm. can you share with us an example of an employee that may have brought you know, something from home to the office that was affecting their work or had, had made a mistake and kind of like how you handled that? Um. It um, it wasn't the situation that I'm thinking of. It wasn't so much that it affected um, how they were necessarily doing their job, but it it kind of had some some wide-reaching tentacles to some work relationships. Um, and uh, this was several years ago, and a, and a female employee um, who I was talking to um, about an issue, and I knew that she was dating 
a male employee. Um, everyone was aware of it. They were in this uh, dating relationship for several months. And uh, while I was talking to her, she told me that they were engaged to be married. So, um, you know, being being a girl, I uh, asked to see the ring. And she told me, oh, well, we haven't purchased the ring yet. And, oh, we really haven't made any wedding plans yet. And not, not quite sure, but, oh, yep, we're engaged. And she had um, a backpack with her, a bag with her. She had bridal magazines in it. I mean, the whole nine yards. So I was very, very happy for her. And uh, uh, a week or so later, I happened to be meeting with the fiancé and his um, his department director about a different matter, and I, as we got together, I kind of kicked off with, "Hey, you know, hey Joe, congratulations! I heard you were engaged." And he got very silent and mumbled a, "Oh yeah, thank you," um, and didn't seem to really want to talk about it. And so we moved quickly on. And about uh, three, four days later, I heard through the company grapevine, because the company grapevine can be a wonderful thing, um, that he broke off the relationship and had, in fact, dumped her at work um, because, first of all, they weren't engaged. Uh, B, he had no immediate plans to get engaged. And uh, finally, um, he couldn't believe she was telling everybody that they were engaged. So it became this big sort of, you know, storm of 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 drama. Uh, they worked in different departments, but everybody seemed to have a point of you know point of view and opinion about it. Um, she came in here afterwards, um, and, and I thought, oh, she's coming in here to yell at me because I mentioned it, uh, but she wasn't. She she just came in and and sort of apologized for. Um, leading me to believe that, that something was happening that wasn't, and they kind of moved on. And probably about two months after that, he actually resigned and left the organization. Yeah, and that seems to happen. If you if you have a relationship in the office that doesn't turn out well, it's tough to kind of move forward <laughs> with that because you see that person yeah. every day. But, I yeah. mean, she's walking around with a backpack full of bridal magazines. Exactly. Yikes. Yeah, so uh, so I, I I chalk that up to you know that time in HR when I you know broke up somebody's wedding. Uh, <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> probably for the best though. Yeah, probably. So um, another thing that I know that you are very um, very keen on, and that we we've, we've mentioned kind of in, in our talks about people, because I think you're one of the people that are closest to like the average person at work, and yeah. You know, they're resilient and strong and amazing. Do you have any stories from, your, you know, your career that of people, coworkers doing incredible things to take care of themselves and, and, and uh, their communities and each other even? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it is um, uh, part of what I, I enjoy in my day-to-day. What I like about my day-to-day job is we're a, we're a small we're a small property. Um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, we're busy. We're 24-7, 365 casino, uh, but I only have 450 employees here on property. So it truly is, to use every, you know, sort of stock cliche, it, it is very much a family environment. Um, we've been open um, for all, not quite, almost 25 years, and we have a number of people that have worked here for almost that amount of time. 
And so lots of relationships. When, when I talk to our employees, um, that's what keeps them here. That is our biggest sort of, um, you know, employer branding thing really is, is come and be part of this, this family, this community. And so we see it a lot. Um, and certainly a lot of our managers, you know, do do things for their teams and, you know, support their employees and that sort of thing. But we have a lot of kind of, um, you know, groundswell things that happen. Um, I think of one um, one lady that we have uh, who's probably been here about 20 years or so and in a fairly large department, and she is the um, – she's the, the – the holder of the calendar, I guess, is kind of how I think of her. She knows when everybody's birthday is. She knows when people's wedding anniversaries are. She knows when somebody's having a child or a grandchild or um, a family member has passed away. And she is the one that goes out and and brings in um, greeting cards and, and gets everybody to sign it. This is an employee. This is not the company doing it. Um, that particular department also, um, and a lot of our departments do potlucks, but but they're like the the queens of doing potluck. So we have a lot of employee-driven things um, that we see across the property. I, you know, I think from the from the HR side, um, and we have a we have a small HR team, but we really try uh, to be a, a refuge, um, for want of a better word. Um, and I and I think. I think we succeed with that. Um, we're kind of a safe place for our, our employees to come. We have we have people that work for us that that have a lot of you know we're privy to we're privileged to be privy to a lot of information about people, and I, they feel comfortable coming with us. So uh, coming to talk to us and um, uh, within the last oh maybe six months this was probably about four months ago. Um, I had an employee who needed some medical care um, and did not have, you know, has insurance and all, all that sort of thing, but had some challenges navigating our uh, our insurance, um, had some challenges getting to doctor's appointments, um, actually needed to get some, some medical equipment, and he just, he was at a loss. He didn't have family that could help him. He didn't quite know how to go about it, and it actually got down to uh, two of my HR staffers really worked um, very closely with him to the point where uh, one of them took him to a doctor's appointment and the other one ended up following up and taking him to a follow-up doctor's appointment and helping him go to um, the store where he needed to purchase his medical equipment. And so we really did this one-on-one assistance. Now, do we have the time and resource to do that for everybody? Unfortunately not. Um, but this this was someone that um, we just we needed to. We just we just needed to help him and assist him with that. Um, and he's again somebody that has worked here probably about fifteen years um, and and just needed that 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 help. See that's great. So like I think people generally want to lift each other up and i think if you can create a office environment where the people become close and do want to help each other out that's only going to be better mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i mean you hear the old phrase that people are inherently bad but they're probably yeah. more inherently good um yeah 
I mean, if you think about I, your um, own working experience, like if you've had, you know, a coworker that's going through, you know, battling cancer or something like that, it takes a special type of person to not feel anything for that, to not want to help. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think where that becomes um, uh, really critical to think about is um, is with new employees entering the organization. I, I, I'm such a firm believer in that of, you know, think the best of people um, until they give you reason perhaps to think otherwise. But I, I truly believe that, that humans uh, are inherently good and – you know, I, I think about organizations I've worked in, and we tend to get to that point of thinking when somebody's been there for a while. You know, oh, Sally's been here for five years, so she's proven herself. We, she is a, she is a, a you know, good, good person, good worker, whatever. Um, it, it becomes really critical though um, when you're bringing new people into the organization because because they haven't proven themselves yet, and I've seen far too many managers and or HR practitioners as well that bring people in and kind of put them at this peg where they're starting off, um, you know, as if they are out to, you know, do wrong or screw the company or, you know, they're going to do as little work as possible and, you know, they have to prove otherwise to us. And I think we need to flip that, just be really aware of that and flip that, flip that on its head um, and give everybody – you know the chance to start off at the top because i think everybody does have to does start off at the top and and does want to do their their best work or um you know contribute to the best of their abilities they they want to do the right thing and um sometimes we don't give them that chance so what would you say to um someone who is listening to us right now that is thinking about, well, I want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. Um, what's one thing that I can do to help with that? Um, because I think what people try to do is, you know, if it's their team, they want to protect themselves as much as possible. So mm -hmm. if someone mm -hmm. is screwing up right off the, the, the bat, it's going to reflect on them. But I, th I don't, I, th I think right. what they don't realize is that if you have a churn and burn type of thing with your team, it's, it's not going to make you look good. Right. So how can we find like a nice medium? I you know, and I think I think there's a way to balance it. So before before I say what I think we can do, what we should do, I think what we need to not do or at least be very cognizant of um is you know, the answer is not to set up more rules and policies and procedures to address, you know, that one time 10 years ago when somebody <laughs> stole something, and now we've got 50 policies on top of that to deal with that. Um, so the answer is not, you know, make the box narrower. Um, you know, and, and quite often in, in HR and, and on the operational side, you know, that's that's sort of the first go-to. Oh, let's just, let's just put all these parameters in so this doesn't happen. Um, again, if we flip it the other way and think, uh, you know, I want to give people um, – an opportunity, you know, I think there's the focus is on on creating workplace where, uh, first of all, you are recognizing that that individuality of every person. Every person is going to be different. Um, 
you know, they're going to have unique contributions. They may be a little freaky, whatever. They're bringing, they're bringing their own unique mix there, and you need to celebrate that. Um, and, and you do that by making sure you're connecting each person in the way that it works for them um, to other people. You're helping them foster relationships. You're providing, um, you know, training and learning and development opportunities. Um, you're giving them the autonomy, perhaps, that they can have in their job to, to forge their own path. And, and when you let them grow their capabilities, that's connecting them as an individual, as a human being, to the success of the organization. And doing that, when you're doing that, you're really creating that that work environment that gives you the outcomes that you want. You know, so often we look at, um, and bless us, we haven't used the word engagement once, but I'm going to use it now. But we, <laughs> we look at, you know, oh, oh let's just measure engagement. And, and we forget that that engagement is really just an outcome of what you've put in place. Um, you know, so you, you can't reach for that without having this work environment where you are allowing people to succeed. You're allowing them to be individuals. You're allowing them to use their unique talents, whatever that may be. You put them in the right place and let them do that. Um, you develop them. You grow them. The organization succeeds, and um, that that outcome then can be, you know, yes, a greater uh, level of commitment from employees that can also be, you know, business success, the business outcomes that you want. Um, so it's just really thinking about it in a different way and letting people be good uh, like I think they are. That's great. Um, happy employees, happy company, happy bottom line. <laughs> um, so thank yeah, you for exactly. uh, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us today on Work Human Radio. We we love you, Robin, and we we love always talking to you and Aww. catching up with you. Thanks again for joining us once again. It's Robin Schooling. She's the VP of HR at the Hollywood Casino in Baton Rouge. You can find her on Twitter at Robin Schooling. She's wonderful. She's funny, and uh, we love having you on. Thank you, Mike. Work Human Radio is brought to you by Globoforce, pioneers of the work human movement. Globoforce helps make work more human for millions of people and organizations worldwide. Learn more by visiting Globoforce.com and join the work human movement by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Work Human Community Forum on LinkedIn. Thanks again for listening to Work Human Radio.